Kingsville is on the ground. Kingsville, Texas. We're just a short drive south of Corpus Christi and well worth the visit. Kingsville is Coolsville. Welcome to a series of crazy conundrums, tall tales from South Texas, the podcast, and introducing your author and host, Tom DeFrancesca. Tell us a good story, Tom. Greetings from South Texas and welcome to our podcast series. I've been asked several times of late, why do we produce this podcast and what is the end goal since we don't earn any money from it? Our goals are pretty lofty, but with the power of the internet and social media, we hope to accomplish them. One of the goals is to help promote Kingsville as a tourist destination to the outside world. We've got a lot going for us and lots of new things still coming down the pike. Our podcast is now available on almost every major streaming platform and is available to folks all over the country and, in fact, all over the world. Another goal is to promote historic downtown Kingsville to the entire Coastal Bend region, as well as to locals who just do not venture downtown any more than, say, one or two times a year. And along those same lines, we try to encourage local shopping as much as we can, We, in fact, produce and air free advertising spots for locally owned businesses here in the Kingsville area. There is never a charge for this service. Another goal is to help educate people about the vast and rich history of Kingsville. There are a lot of great stories to tell. Another goal is to help promote local musicians who oftentimes don't have that many opportunities to be heard. We're helping to give them a global voice and to possibly open up new doors of opportunities. Like I said, these are some pretty lofty goals, but we're just going to keep plugging away at it and see what happens. Oh, by the way, after the end of our latest tall tale in this episode, I'll be making a special announcement, so please be sure to stick around for that. Alrighty, we're going to take a short break, and when we return, I'll start telling the story. Come in and browse a while. You're always welcome at the Novel Blend Bookstore. Shop our selection of used books, unique gifts, featuring work by local artisans and a variety of vintage vinyl albums. The Novel Blend is also a gathering place with comfy surroundings, hot and cold beverages, live music in the warehouse. Located in historic downtown Kingsville, the Novel Blend Bookstore. We're here to make you smile. Did you know that Farmers Exchange, located at 1818 North 14th Street in Kingsville, offers up a huge selection of cowboy boots for infants and children? They also sell Wrangler diaper covers and jumpers. Farmers Exchange also sells a full line of cactus ropes and gear, western-themed jewelry, foul-weather outerwear, and a huge selection of cowboy hats, belts, buckles, and clothing. Please visit Farmers Exchange at 1818 North 14th Street today. Look for them on Facebook and give their page a like to show your support for locally owned small businesses. On a recent Tuesday afternoon, just a few minutes after three, and I was watching a little bit of the old 1960s television show, Leave it to Beaver, on our vintage console television that we have on display in our bookstore, I heard the front door chime ring as Andrea Herman stepped into the store. Andrea, who most folks call Andy, owns Paloma Kidswear, which is on the next block west of our bookstore here on Clayburg Avenue. And it's a very fine children's boutique. And it's a perfect match for our quaint little historic downtown district area. Paloma Kidswear opened up in 2021. Andy's boutique is located at 218 East Clayburg Avenue. And the building she's in has a lot of history in it. 
The original wooden structure built in 1910 burned down and was replaced with a two-tone brick structure in 1918. The building has housed many a business over the past 105 years, most notably Allen's Furniture Store and City Meat Market, both once iconic businesses from days long ago. Andy and I have met maybe once, maybe twice. It was probably at the Chamber of Commerce event or something the city was hosting. For us small business owners, it's very difficult to find the time to socialize with each other. We've all got respective businesses to operate. So I was surprised when she came into the store that day. Here's the conversation that we had that afternoon. Hi, Tom. How are things going? They're going well. I hope your boutique is doing well. Oh, yes. Very well. For what do I owe the pleasure of your company, ma'am? Well, I've been listening to your podcast series, and I really like it. Well, thank you. I've just recently had something very strange happen to me, and it pretty much fits right into your podcast theme. Tell me more. It happened about a week ago and late at night here downtown. Okay. I had to stop by the boutique and pick up some paperwork that I'd forgotten to take home with me. I was going to need it first thing in the morning. It was around 10.30, and there was not one car parked on my block or yours. There were no signs of life anywhere, and it was exceptionally quiet that night. Jill and I have both experienced that on occasion, and it is a strange experience. I know, right? As I was coming back out of the store to get into my car, I heard music playing. Like from a vehicle in the area? No, it was more like a large band playing indoors for an event. Really? Well, you know the church a few doors down from your boutique has late night services sometimes. That's the weird thing, Tom. It wasn't coming from the church. Where was it coming from? From across the street and down away, to the west toward 6th Street. I see. What did you do? I just had to check it out, find out where the music was coming from. And did you? Boy, did I. What do you mean? Well, I crossed Clayburg Avenue and started making my way slowly toward 6th Street. And when I got to Blue Quail Designs, the music sounded like it was coming from the second floor of the building. And it was a deep, rich sound like you'd hear coming from live instruments. So it didn't sound like a recording? No, not at all. So then I remembered that there was a doorway that had doors with glass in them, and it allowed me to look up the stairwell that leads up to the old opera house. That place has been unused for decades. Nothing ever happens there. I know, but something was definitely happening that night. The place was all lit up, and I could see people, very well-dressed people, standing near the top of the stairwell, as if they hadn't been able to find a seat for the performance. There are no seats up there. The space is totally empty. In fact, I don't even know if the lights actually work in there or if there are any lights installed in there at all. I knew there were no seats up there and know nothing about the lighting. But that night, the lights were definitely on. So what did you do? I reached down and grabbed one of the doorknobs of the double door, and it actually turned. The door was not locked. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding. And as soon as I opened the door, the music got a whole lot louder. You didn't actually go up there, did you? Oh, yeah. I climbed those stairs. Wow. <laughs> what did you find at the top of the stairs? I found hundreds of well-dressed people sitting in nice seats, all watching a large band performing on a big stage. No way. Oh, yeah. It was so surreal. As I was looking around the room, I started to notice that a lot of folks were looking at me strangely. I think it was because I wasn't dressed like they were. That makes sense. What they were wearing was mind-blowing. 
I mean suits and dresses from like the early 1900s. You're kidding me. Not at all. The entire situation felt vintage, felt very old. That is all so very strange. I agree, but things got a whole lot stranger pretty quick like. What do you mean? So, I'm standing at the back of the room, watching the band and observing the audience, and then suddenly everything disappears from the room, except for me and one other person. One other person? Yes, I had looked over to where the stage had been, and there is this sharply dressed middle-aged man lying on the floor in his nice suit, and he's up on his elbows looking around and looking quite confused. I would imagine. What happened next? Well, I slowly walked over towards him and asked him if he was okay, and he said he was that he was confused as to what was happening. I bet he was. Then what happened? He stood up and introduced himself as Charlie, and asked what my name was, and when I told him Andy, he gave me a curious look. I had to explain to him that it was a lifetime nickname my little sister had given me when we were children. You know, I've always wondered why everyone calls you by that name. Charlie then asked me if I knew what was happening, and I had told him that I wasn't sure, but that I was starting to get an idea. Okay, folks, we're going to take a quick break here, and when we come back, I'll finish telling you this tall tale. I hope you've enjoyed it so far. Kingsville is open for business. Our historic city experienced a recent resurgence and significant revitalization. Off I-69, Kingsville is the halfway mark between San Antonio and the Rio Grande Valley. Our business-friendly community and warm economic climate features everything from local shops to popular chains. Kingsville is located about 40 miles from the port of Corpus Christi, which is one of the leading exporters of crude oil in the country. This proximity to the port, Corpus Christi International Airport, and the city of Corpus Christi makes Kingsville an ideal community in which to live and raise a family. Kingsville is home to celebrated institutions including Texas A&M University Kingsville, the King Ranch, and Naval Air Station Kingsville. Our community is built on hard work and supporting one another to build a better community. Businesses that choose to locate in Kingsville will find a town who supports them and wants to see them succeed. Kingsville, Texas. Small town charm, big city amenities, and Texas-sized pride. Andy, what was your idea about what was going on? What did you tell Charlie? I think we had both stepped into the past for just a few minutes, somehow. But didn't you say he was dressed in one of those nice vintage suits, just like all the other people in the audience? Yes, I did, and I had asked him about him wearing the suit, and that's when things got weirder. What do you mean by that? That's when he told me that he had been attending and enjoying the concert with his wife, when suddenly he found himself in the same building, but with it looking quite different. I see. So for him traveling into the past didn't make sense at all. I then got up the nerve and asked him what year it was for him. How did he take that question? Oh, he gave me a very strange look. I'll bet. So did he tell you the year? Yes, he said it was 1920. 1920? So did you tell him what year it was for you? Oh, yes. And he started laughing. But it was a nervous laugh. <laughs> I'll bet. So then I invited him to go look out one of the windows with me, the ones that face Clayburg Avenue, and he realized instantly that there was no way it was still 1920. When Charlie saw a brand new Cadillac Escalade turn off of 6th Street and drive past the building, he nearly fainted. That's too funny, what happened next? Charlie started asking me how Kingsville was doing, like was it still thriving, and I told him Kingsville was still strong and still had lots of potential, 
Despite the many crazy things going on in the world right now, I told him that I and many, many others still had dreams for Kingsville. Charlie then told me that people like to call him Mr. Kingsville because he loves the city so much. That's very cool. I like your response to him. Did he ask you about the current status of the Opera House? Yes. He was concerned that the Opera House was empty and not being used. That's understandable. What did you tell him? I told him about television and movie theaters, and how there just wasn't a big draw for local opera houses anymore, but that there were still people in Kingsville, who would very much like to bring the opera house back to life, and that made him smile. And then you'll never believe what happened next. What do you mean? Charlie had just turned to me and had informed me that the opera building was one of his favorite buildings in his entire life, and then all of a sudden the band and the audience reappeared, just like that. You're kidding. Not at all. It had startled both of us, and then we both had a good laugh, and Charlie had a sudden look of relief on his face. I'll bet, but you were probably a little nervous though, weren't you? Not as nervous as you'd think. Somehow I knew I'd be okay. So, what happened next? Charlie told me that he'd better get back to his wife and wished me well, and then he headed back toward the front of the seating area. I see. So, I started making my way back down the stairs, went out through the door, and then stepped out onto the sidewalk. And just like that, the sound disappeared, and the lights were off up in the opera house. So I turned back around and reached for the doorknob, and it was locked. It was as if the whole thing never happened at all. That's incredible. Yes, but now there is proof that it did happen. What do you mean by that? After I had tried the doorknob, I had then noticed a small brass plaque mounted into the brick near the door, and I know full well that plaque was never there before. A plaque? Yes, it was very weathered and tarnished, but still quite readable. What was written on the plaque? And I have a feeling it's something that's going to make the hair stand up on my arms. It probably will. On the plaque is written Andy, and just underneath it, it reads keep the dream alive. For crying out loud, I'm going to have to go check that out. And yes, my arm hair is officially raised. I told my husband about what happened, and then we agreed I should share the story with you for your podcast series. Well, I really appreciate that. By the way, do you know much about the Opera House building? Other than it's been around for like forever, no. Well, you know me, I'm always digging into Kingsville history, and I was just reading about Charles H. Flato Jr. and his efforts to grow Kingsville. He liked to be called Charlie, and people did in fact call him Mr. Kingsville. Is that right? And Flato, as in Flato School. This is crazy. I actually met the man who built the Opera House. That's incredible. Yes, ma'am, he's one and the same. He built the Opera House building in 1911. The downstairs level was his hardware store, and the upstairs had offices, apartments, and space for the Opera House. Apparently, he was very big into bringing culture and entertainment to the citizens of Kingsville. Eventually, he started showing moving pictures in the hardware store in the evenings on weekends, long before the first movie houses had been built in town. That is all very, very cool. Thank you for sharing that with me. My pleasure. I'm really glad that I shared my story with you. Now I've got to get going. Tell Jill that I said hello. I will. Take care, Andy. Well, that was my latest tall tale, and I do hope you enjoyed it. We're going to take a quick break here, and when I return, I'll be making that announcement that I spoke of earlier. And you might find it interesting. American Honey Clothing Boutique in Kingsville is for every sassy senorita, hill country princess, and rock and roll babe south of the Brazos River. 
Located at 323 West King Avenue, American Honey carries a fine and unique line of clothing, jewelry, and merchandise that you just won't find at the big box stores. Hey guys, visit American Honey and let the staff there help you pick out that special gift for your special gal. Make sure to visit the American Honey Texas Facebook page and give it a like to show your support for locally owned small businesses. For all of your hunting, fishing, and camping needs, make sure that you pay a visit to Westacan Outdoors, located at 1400 East Corral Avenue in Kingsville. Westacan Outdoors is your local authority on outdoor gear and sporting goods. And if you'll visit their website at westacanoutdoors.com, that's westacanoutdoors.com, you'll get a pretty good idea of the extensive inventory that they carry. That's Westacan Outdoors. 1400 East Corral Avenue in Kingsville. Okay, we're back and here's my special announcement. If you'll visit our website at crazyconundrums.com, that's crazyconundrums.com, you'll find that we've added two new additional sections to our homepage. In an effort to help continue to promote local Kingsville area musicians, we've started a directory with their social media links so that you can learn more about each one of them and then possibly reach out to them for future gig opportunities. The second news section to the website is a directory of Kingsville area music venues. That is, nightclubs, bars, event centers, and small businesses that occasionally host live music, even if only sometimes and infrequently. We're also providing their social media links so you can check to see if there are any events coming up. So remember, just jump over to crazyconundrums.com. That's crazyconundrums.com, and help us to help the Kingsville music scene to grow and thrive. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode, and if you did, drop me a line through the crazyconundrums.com website. That's crazyconundrums.com. And you'll also find us on Facebook as well. Do me a favor and hit the like button, will you? So until next time, I'll see ya.